0: You deserve that. Try new bubbly bursts. Hi, I'm Matt. And I'm Bowen. And we want to introduce you
3: for generations to come, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your
1: podcasts. That's right. That's right, right, right. Look, man. Oh, I see. Wow. Oh, my. Oh, and look over there. Wow, is that Ooh, culture? Uh, yes. Oh my goodness. Cool. wow. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Las Culturistas. Ding, Ding dong. Las Culturistas calling. calling. Love the variation on the sort of. The cadence, the melody—you know, you gotta keep it fresh. Talking is music.
1: Talking is music. That's a rule of culture number forty-six.
0: Talking, talking is, is music. music. Who is the most musical speaking voice you've ever heard? I would say I reject the premise of that question because this Love is what that. I'm saying. Everyone is a singer when they're yes. talking. I believe that everyone can
1: learn to sing. I, I think that's <laughs> so beautiful. You know, you might need a higher that's expensive singing coach, but you know, if you work hard enough at your job, you could save that and do it as an extracurricular.
0: Sure, sure. You know, I think singing is just bravery is just going for it. And mm-hmm. um, I mean, I'm, I say this as someone who knows nothing about singing, but I feel like that's not true if, at all. If you just are delusional enough to, to think that you can do it, you can do it. I literally
1: agree. And I just want to backtrack and say that Bowen is one of the most resonant <laughs> countertenors of our time. Adam Lambert was found dead. <laughs> no. uh, Freddie Mercury was found dead. Sorry, but it
0: was literally true at one point. The two front people of Queen, you're going to compare me to them? And, I'm coming for the countertenors them today.
1: I'm declaring them declare dead them in the presence That's of dead. Bowen Yang. One of the most resonant, listen to my words, most resonant countertenors of our time. Put it on a t-shirt and Thank wear you so it. much.
0: Meanwhile, Matt Rogers can't hold a damn tune. Less I don't like him. that. That was disrespectful. I'm respectful. kidding. I'm kidding. He's one of the best singers of all time. One of the best vocalists.
1: I'm off marijuana for the next
0: month and a half. You're really gonna commit that hard to this? I applaud yes. you, sis. Look, Matt Rogers is 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 touring with his famous yearly show, Have You Heard of Christmas? Hmm. Please check it out. We I cannot recommend well, you it's see sold this. out. It's sold out. Please You can't come. Sorry. As they say, as they say every Tuesday, and especially in voter suppressed states, stay in line. Stay stay at, in
1: line. It's actually rule stay of at culture the standby number 50. Line. Stay, stay in, in line. line. Okay. Um, I will say that this episode is coming out on Wednesday. And so tonight it is November 10th. And you can come see me and Greta Titelman for the New York Comedy Festival yes. at the Bell House. We have a show at 7:30 and also at 10 PM. Stay in line. Stay, stay, in, stay line. in line.
0: Stay in line. How you doing? I have a, I have asked you a question, that question as a way of telling, as a way of gracelessly segueing into how I'm doing, which is not well. I'm working with a sty. I have a sty coming in. You don't. Oh no. I got, I put rice in a sock. I'm putting it in the microwave for 20 seconds. I'm putting, I'm doing a hot sort of compress kind of thing.
1: I hope that works. I'm just going to tell you I threw up last night. What's going on? So I went to Palm Springs Pride and sort of did that. Is Palm Springs Pride
0: in November?
1: Yeah, it is, famously. They do Pride a couple, of countries a couple months later
0: than okay. everyone else. A few, yeah, several. What, what was it? What was the experience like? Um, Really good until it was really bad.
1: I was having a really good time. And up. then I sort of, as you say, went too hard and threw up like I was 17. Damn. Because of partying too much.
0: But I did sort of start a new era. The beaded necklace era? I'm in my necklace era now. I love it. I think this is a long time coming. You actually have avoided jewelry. You are very Mm -hmm. accessory phobic. And that's bigoted of you.
1: Yeah. Well, I don't like them and...
0: But now you do. Uh,
1: I'm I'm a bigot against them until now. And it's sort of, it's, it takes different people, different paces. You know what I mean? I'm right now in my necklace. Aisle. This is actually Tony Gomez's necklace that I stole. He's not going to like that. I'm how much I'm going to wear it over the next week. I told him I would keep it safe. But I left the party we were at last night early to go throw up. Got it. So I ended up sort of being like, can I wear that? And he was like, yes. And
0: now I still have it on. And I will continue to wear it until I give it back to him, which I will. That's nice. And I like that you are. Sort of making it time bound and saying only a week, right? Only Holding myself accountable, yeah.
1: Speaking of singing, just to sort of make this one of the most chaotic intros to any podcast ever to sort of return to the front mm-hmm. of it, could you imagine Cynthia Erivo and Ariana Grande and oh, the way we have talked about this? We haven't spoken about it until now,
0: and no gays have until now. No gays have until now. I mean, what's remarkable is. Everyone's happy. That's what's remarkable about it. Like, when does this ever happen anymore? That people are like, "Yes, they got it right." I mean, casting has certainly been controversial this year, and on 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 many different projects. On many
1: different projects, but not the Wicked movie, not Cynthia Erivo and Ariana Grande. The stakes couldn't, and also the stakes couldn't be higher. Do you know what I'm saying? No, because as we famously know, it's one of the most famous rules of culture: playing Alphabet is war. war. This woman is about to go to war.
0: But we've made her the general.
1: She has been named general of the battle of Wicked, and she will go into battle sometime next year. Yeah, she's going into battle this London, this this yep. summer in London,
0: uh-huh, uh-huh, and
1: she will emerge victorious. Okay.
0: <sighs> yeah, that's and Ariana huge. Grande
1: is sort of the lieutenant. This is of, of how I'm assuming wars work. There's general and lieutenant.
0: General and lieutenant. I don't know how that sort of order breaks down, but... No one does. I, I I have nothing to add to the conversation except I'm thrilled. Here's what I would say. Thank you. Great job, casting. Great job, casting. We'll and, see you there. Uh, there's. N- I think the director is also a perfect sort of... Mm-hmm. Mr. Mr. Chu, Mr. Chu, Mr. M. Chu, um, can't wait for his his take on it. I mean, and we're uh, available too. Just saying, we're available. I mean, one of us might be. I think we've got a Fierro, we've got a Bach here. That's, Listen, all, that's all we're saying.
1: And if they sort of want, if they want to see tapes, if they want to see tapes, it's fine. Um but you know who I would cast? Oh my god, see
0: our guest <laughs> this week would really work in any of in any the male role. roles or the female roles, the animal roles, the genderless roles, whatever. I think Morable. Morable, he'd be a great Morable, would be a great Dillamond. Oh, you said it. You we'll I said it. Speak it out loud. We'll speak it out loud. Um our guest is really just pretty phenomenal. I alluded to him earlier when he came on the Zoom that I've been a close follower for a long mm. time. And I, I would like to tell him in person very soon. So let's just bring him in. It
1: was a perfect illusion.
0: It was a perfect <laughs> illusion. Uh, he is such a wonderful Stunning. person. Stunning. Um, he was the adorable PA on The Late Late Show with Craig Ferguson. He was a writer yes. on Jimmy Kimmel Live. He has written for Black Monday, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Now he hosts the wonderful podcast, I Said No Gifts. I love saying that.
1: I said no gifts. I said it no angry, gifts. It can be angry, it can be sweet, it can be genuine, it can be just something you say. Uh, a, you
0: perfect, a perfect sort of soundbite for anybody.
1: Mm-hmm. Good title.
0: Good title. Great title. Um, he tries to destroy his guests every episode, and they always undermine him by bringing a gift, and they always end up talking about what's under the wrapping. <laughs> He's so funny, so wonderful. Um, It's sort of, I think, unfortunately, I feel like he is now the ambassador to Salt Lake City for some people. Which
1: I I, I wish I could turn the the computer around. I just can't. Um, But frozen up there is Mary M. Cosby um, with her eyes wide open, screaming at Whitney, who she now has a problem with. I'm very excited to sort of get into it with the guest.
0: Me too, me too. But anyway, um, we're so, so thrilled to have him. Everyone, please welcome...
1: Bridger
4: Bridger Winninger!
5: Okay. Oh, you too. God bless. God bless. I had dinner at 4.30. You (gasps) did? I had a full dinner at 4.30 p.m. How was it? What did you eat? How do you feel sated? I had a chicken salad. I had to... Look, I knew we were going to be recording. I have a gym appointment at 8 p.m. What? If I, after this recording, I would throw up. Yes. This is the scheduling that's just dominating my life now. Wow. A full dinner, 4.30.
1: I will say this. I was recently with my parents on vacation and they have dinner at 4.30. So this is very parental of you. This is very full grown adult dinner at 4.30.
0: This is Thanksgiving time. This is, I mean, I'm saying the timing is very Thanksgiving. It's like, wait, you're, we're eating. Okay. I guess we're eating at three because the turkey's been <laughs> in the oven for eight
5: hours you know right yeah. everyone will be hungry at two and everyone will be hungry at <laughs> 7 30
0: yes 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 well we're so sorry that you had to sort of shift
5: your schedule this is my life now yeah my gym is only open on monday wednesday friday so it what? just creates an issue for me every monday
0: Bridger, describe your lifestyle. What's a typical Monday? <laughs> let's just stick to Mondays. What's yeah, a Monday like for you? If you weren't recording a podcast, what would that look like?
5: If I weren't recording a podcast, I would, you know, I get up. Uh, well, we are in Daylight Savings, you know, the sure shadow yes. of Daylight Savings ending or beginning. I, I don't know. I'll wake up at around 730. Okay. Mm. I get out of bed. I make some coffee. Yep. I do a little reading. I eat my protein bar, which is does not register as a flavor in my mouth anymore. Because I've had the same thing. It's absolutely something to chew and swallow. Yeah. Yeah. Then I'll go to work. We start at ten o'clock. We go till noon. We have a lunch break. Sure. What do you eat then? Then I'm <laughs> on eating. Monday. A, I'm eating a protein shake. The first like Pause nine right now, hours of my right day now. are horrible. Pop, oh. pop,
1: stop right now. Stop the pops. Are you trying <laughs> to sound like an ideal? Because no. I think you, I think you've come on this podcast so that you could say what your Monday routine is, so you can sound like an ideal. Because you've said not, you've not missed one step so far. It's a lot of protein and health and waking up early and, and reading and, and gym having a job. appointments
5: at eight. None of this is by choice. Look, hmm. pre-Zoom writers' rooms. I was, you know, we would have lunch at yes. work. Yeah, lunch was being purchased for me. I didn't have to think about that element. Now I, I have to fend for myself, which I know most of America is screaming, "Fuck yeah. you!" Yeah, they are. But a nice little thing about being in a writer's room is yes. occasionally you get a mediocre sandwich for lunch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Occasionally. But now I, I can't think about it, so I'm making a protein shake.
0: Sure. This That's is the thing awful. that is very astute. I feel like you, this is just transferring from pre-COVID where you were not making decisions necessarily about what you were eating for lunch. That was sort of being made for you on some level. You would choose the the particular kind of sandwich you would get. Right. But now that you're, you know, doing writer's room from a r- writer's room from home, you've maintained that decision fatigue, and you're just like, I don't want to think about it. And therefore, I'm just going to make the same protein shake.
5: I also can't cook.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm not going
5: to go to a restaurant during the Lisa lunch Barlo break. Lisa Barlow vibes. Yeah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm stumbling into my kitchen. I'm making the protein shake. I'm out of bananas at this point, so it's even worse Damn. than usual. Shit. Uh, and I'm I'm eating it. It's fine. I can't make a decision. Someone canceled on brunch brunch on me yesterday. It was How two full they? hours of me trying to decide what to do with the rest of my day. I ended yeah. up oh, vacuuming. No.
1: Yeah, ah. that, well, at least it was something useful. Can I ask you a question? So basically, if you're in a group of people, whether it's at work or whatever, and there's that moment wherever, where someone or someone says, they sort of throw their head over their one shoulder and they go, so what should we get for lunch? Are you someone who weighs in? Or are you someone who's like, I'm going with the flow of whatever one wants? And it, by that same token, would you ever be the one person who says, hey, guys, sorry, I know everyone wants this, but I don't. What role do you play in a lunch decision? He hasn't
0: had to be in this position in a I while.
1: know, but I'm just asking, in terms of who you are as an individual, because we want to get to know you, that's why people listen to the podcast. Who are you question. at lunch? It's right, an absolutely
5: fair question. And I, I am a, someone who will go along with almost anything. I will eat mm, garbage. Utah. But it was actually at Black Monday... There were two restaurants. I think one of the restaurants started with the word "doctor." Uh, <laughs> uh, I can't remember what it was, but it—the first time we had it, it was so revolting and made everyone feel so bad that mm-hmm. when the writer picked that restaurant again to eat at, I said, "No, we can't do that. We're not doing that." We're not doing, doing
0: "doctor." Yeah, no.
5: Also, the second one is—is is it a Los Angeles chain, Tender Greens? Yes. Yeah. They served me salmon that was gelatinous. Yeah, oh, it no. was essentially pudding. And after that, I said, "We're n- I I have to stand up. We're not ordering from Tender Greens anymore. We're not yeah. doing Tender Greens. Damn. You know,
1: the fried chicken at Tender Greens is really suspect.
5: <gasps> it's, it's really suspect. expensive cafeteria food." you both of you right. better be
0: careful you both underestimate your own personal power and influence here i mean you have collectively combined the power to take them down i, I hope know. so <laughs> <laughs>
1: Wait, I, I don't i don't want anyone sort of having gelatinous salmon or that no. suspect fried chicken i will say every time we order tender greens now i will get a soup i think their chicken soup oh. is really good and that's a hack that's uh, that I offered to that's you. That's a hack.
5: Soup is a hack for almost any
0: restaurant.
1: Soup is iconic. It's rule of culture number 103. Soup, soup is <laughs> iconic. iconic.
0: It's such a hack when you order something that's on the menu at a place. <laughs> it's such a hack. Wait, People do don't know... think about soup. They don't think about soup and it's a nominee for that's best lunch. That's not true. That's not true. I always year-round think about soup. I think about ask it all the time. Any, ask anybody at 30 Rock. I do know something about Bridger, about his his sort of restaurant choices that I find so charming and I relate to so much, is that Bridger, for a while on Twitter, back in like 2011, 12, had a whole run about Arby's, and he is an Arby's queen. <laughs> Arby's. I love respect- Arby's is so
1: good and never gets talked about. But
0: Bridger, can you, can you talk about this? You did have a whole series of <sighs> tweets. Okay, first of all, I want to say that Bridger was one of the... Uh, please this is so humiliating i'm so sorry bridger <laughs> i would say that bridger was like one of those like quote twitter. unquote early twitter like oh this person's so funny like oh, this was back god when you would bless. follow follow people on twitter because they were just just cranking out funny funny stuff yeah before it like became what it is now um it still is that to some degree but like bridger was one of those people who was like oh my god this guy is so funny and then he had a bunch of tweets about like going to arby's you know, meeting people at Arby's. Uh, maybe <laughs> today I'll go to Arby's. And there was one tweet that I there's one tweet that I will never forget. I know I know it word for word. This is my one of my favorite my <laughs> top oh my tweets God. of all time. Bridger, I'm so sorry to do this. This is so this he's is so not embarrassing. Sorry at
1: all. He wants to do it. That's why he's doing it. Uh,
5: <laughs> I'm glad for Arby's. So go I'm ahead. I'm glad for Arby's
0: too. Okay, and I haven't <laughs> had them in a while. But this is the tweet. And I'm kind of spoiling the tweet already. But but this spoiler is spoiler alert is a bit...
5: for the tweet. If you want spoiler to see the ge- tweet, just
1: go back, look back on 2011, 12. You can read it yourself. But you've been warned.
0: This is a bridger Werniger classic. Can you guess where I am? <laughs> Hint. I am looking at a person. Parentheses. The person is wearing a shirt. <laughs> Other parentheses. I am at RB. Oh, <laughs> <no. laughs> it's, it. it's the perfect
5: tweet. It's the perfect Congratulations.
1: Can we get a ding, ding, ding sound effect? Ding, <laughs> ding, ding. Perfect ding, tweet thank you, Doug. award.
5: <laughs> I am uh, I'm, uh, just a puddle. And I'm thrilled about... I. Look, I've been brought on here, and now I'm just proudly owning how much I love Arby's. It's good to be trash. I will I think. say, Arby's—the menu's too big. We've got to narrow it down. Wow, mm. Arby's is shooting out some experimental things. There, you make the roast beef sandwich. It's, of course, it's incredibly. It's a very suspicious product. Yeah, that I enjoy eating. Yeah, but when you yes. start putting that into like a gyro, Mm-mm. what are we talking? Just do your thing. So you just wish Arby's was more
0: like an In-N-Out situation, with a lean menu, yes, a few things that everyone loves that are undeniably good.
5: We could all learn something from In-N-Out you know
0: especially their anti-vax process.
5: well anti-vax, <laughs> anti-vax uh, bible verses yeah uh, <laughs> those are the two things those mostly. are the two things are they anti-vax
0: <laughs> the owner is very anti-vax he's, of course he's sort of, he's pushing back against a lot of vaccine mm. not mandates but like checking like vaccination status mm, no, no, no. whatever we so don't have to this coming from it.
1: Bowen Chick-fil-a Yang I oh, just want to say he is an absolute you icon of, of whispering
0: to me Chick-fil-a and I'm like no <laughs> <laughs> this is well Bridger will relate to this fillet I feel like is this thing that
1: <laughs> listen to this explanation Queen no you no better hear, go he, off. hear
0: me out like I am it was I don't I, I can't I don't know exactly where it originated but it feels like Utah Colorado Wyoming Montana like like that part of the country like Rockies west of Midwest mm-hmm. like that was like our thing and then in the years after like two thousand and seven, it's really fucking like metastasized into this Chick Fil A thing that we know now. And Jesus then, got it, involved. Well, well <laughs> Jesus, Jesus was always involved. Let's get that straight. But Title like of that. App.
4: <laughs>
1: Jesus was always was involved. involved. Let's get that, let's straight. Get that straight.
0: So <laughs> it was it was a thing where like, if you grew up in, let's say Aurora, Colorado, like me, you would go to Chick-fil-A and be like, oh, right, they're closed on Sundays. But you know, all the Mormon kids work there and we're all going to go and like drink a lemonade. And it was just like part of the life. It was like built into the
5: lifestyle there. Is that is that is that fair to say, Bridger? Weirdly, sort of chick-fil-a was only in malls in utah okay and it dwindled oh. uh, there was really? really remaining chick-fil-a in fashion place mall for years it was fashion place fashion mall? place where you want to go obviously <laughs> it was the saddest chick-fil-a and then yeah around 2007 comes roaring back mm. yeah it's all over the place and now people kind of own it almost as a political thing or of course uh, which is just mind-boggling i had a, a straight writer <laughs> say to my face Sorry, I just like how it tastes. Oh, <laughs> what are we? T- oh, I'm <laughs> sorry, it's a fine chicken sandwich. You don't have to like, throw it in my face. That's the thing I feel bad about. It's like the sandwich is fine, it's fine, it's but, a fine but, sandwich. but
1: when you have places like Tender Greens who are doing chicken so wrong, right. it's, at le- it's at least nice to go to Chick fil A and where well, I have done it, and ni- at least you know they're going to do their chicken right. But you know who else does chicken tenders right? arby's Arby's thank you incredibly well they do chicken incredibly well and they have a soda swap the one in (laughs) times square has the one with all the incredible sodas where you can say it's not just root beer it's vanilla root beer it's not just dr pepper (laughs) it's
5: cherry dr pepper that you can whip and swap do all the sorts of things i am so happy to hear about no one knows about arby's chicken tenders they don't know because
1: they're sued. They're, because, because you said it. You said it. It's the menu's too big. The menu's too big. Isolate. Yeah. In and out. We do burgers. Bye. See you later.
0: <laughs> I feel like the soda swap, as Matt calls it. When Matt says soda swap, he means like... That iconic uh, thing.
5: It's a Coke free style. There a Coke you go, freestyle. King
0: behavior. Oh my God, that's this is this is the writer brain really working.
1: Yes, <laughs> in that way that he knew what it was really called. That's that writer brain. Oh
0: yeah, <laughs> but he, I think he invented the term sort of off the cuff. Mm-hmm. I wish Coke freestyle. That's a Coke so freestyle. Hot. Oh, that's hot, but. It was I feel like it this this is also a big thing in among Mormons who can't drink alcohol, can't have caffeine, can't like or I mean they can't have Coca-Cola, obviously, but at least they can get creative with like adding some syrups to a phosphate, <laughs> to a sprite,
5: to whatever. Is that is that also fair to say? Well, and this is the most confusing thing. Maybe the most well, no, it's not the most confusing thing about Mormonism. Uh, but yeah. one of the most confusing things. A I lot agree. of Mormons drink coke. Lisa Borg. It's Diet coffee. Coke. Yeah. Coffee is the one definite no. Why? Why what? Do, you, do you have do
0: you an do you have an answer to why? Because I because I know you I know oh. you sort of left the church. You were you were like a, a Heather Gay <laughs> in, when you were a teenager. Is that correct? I was. I didn't
5: come out till I was thirty.
0: Oh my goodness! Oh, you didn't leave Mormonism till you were th- until you I were thirty.
5: I like it was a slow exit from Mormonism, starting when I was like 19, 20.
0: Okay, so so got it. So that feels that feels pretty. I would say that 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 all makes sense. Like based on like a lot of a lot of this journey. Feels like that is sort of the way it's it's it gets tracked these days. Yes. But but talk about the sodas.
5: So okay. So the soda culture, <laughs> caffeine culture within Mormonism is baffling to everyone. I'm going yeah. to just be a spokesperson for the Mormon church at this point and just let people know I'm sorry to, to make you we've do this. we clear it up. I, I, I think it, it,
1: up. it needs to be you because there's so many voices on the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. I want to know like h- how you can distill it so we can understand it and then I want to know who you identify with most on the show. Oh, but Through the lens of
0: Soda. I just feel like I, I'm sorry to put you in this position.
5: Don't apologize. No, that was the I plan wanna, all along. I want to reach out to Mormons everywhere and say you can have any caffeinated soda. You can have a Coke, a Diet Coke, a yes. Mountain Dew, a Diet Mountain Dew, a Pepsi, a Diet Pepsi if it's the only thing at Arby's. Yes. Um, can you have cream soda? You can have, you have so much cream soda. <sighs> non-stop creams (laughs) wow goodness wicked cannot have coffee cannot have coffee cannot have caffeinated tea what
0: is it a terrestrial drink is it a devil's drink is it a outer (laughs) darkness drink
5: mormons have it's an outer darkness well no uh, there there are very few people who go to outer darkness what is that basically within mormonism outer darkness is like ultimate hell Ultimate oh, so
1: help. wait. Heather Gay was just talking about this on this episode. Yes. I didn't know this that there's different levels of. Help. I only
5: saw the last half of the episode.
0: Yeah, and because so Bravo
5: put it on at nine thirty.
0: I know it was right. really
5: weird what they did. They're confusing. But this, was the,
0: this was the big one because Jen gets arrested.
5: Yeah, I saw the good part.
0: Heather sort of delineates it. She goes, "There's celestial. There's um, what's what's the one below that?"
5: Oh. <sighs> it- maybe telestial
0: Tel- telestial
5: terrestrial yes. outer darkness yeah, yeah, outer yeah, darkness yeah. and outer darkness is reserved for truly 11 people or something it's like <laughs> it's like the rule is if you meet God and then deny God you go to outer darkness I so see. it's very few people get that opportunity <laughs> well, everyone else two, kind two of just of goes to here. heaven uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah honey
0: <laughs> I met God and she said babe you better stick with me and I said no bitch <laughs> I laughed um, whatever.
1: I make God, I said, never mind, queen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm turning around. You watch my fat ass walk away. Where's Outer Darkness? Taking the elevator down there, honey. Heat it up. Beat it up.
0: <laughs> stop. Um, anyway, I'm, we're, 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 this is so human. I'm sorry, Bridger. I, stop I apologizing. This was the plan all along. But I, I, I feel like you must... I feel this way when people ask me about, like, my upbringing. I'm like, I don't want to sort of get re-traumatized in the recounting of certain things. It's not that severe, but I'm like, oh, but it is sort of like I got to, you know, sort of exhume all that stuff from my life and be like, oh, what do you think?
5: (laughs) For me, it's like people just don't know how to modulate. They either they'll find out and then they don't ask anything and then it's weird or they ask everything. And I'd much rather people just ask everything. I don't care. Okay, great. I'm happy to talk about it. And we've got to get... We all have to get on the same page about Mormons drinking soda. Yes! Just, that's, <laughs> the Mormon church should be putting out ads. Yeah, you can drink... Maybe it's like a collab with Coke. Yeah. Right. something.
1: Well, Lisa Barlow is essentially advertising diet coke on the show and so when when there was a question about soda consumption on the podcast just now um i really was thrown for a loop because here she is already throwing it in the face of god outer darkness shit (laughs) drinking tequila um and even selling it mass market and she's obviously a huge fan of diet coke but these things are sort of acceptable i suppose
5: Yes. Uh, Lisa Barlow's entire relationship with Mormonism is baffling. <laughs> it's like, what part of the religion is are you involved in? Because it doesn't seem to be the religion. And right. no, her family is going to die. They eat at Del uh, yeah. Taco three mi- <laughs> three meals a day. It's yeah. crazy. It's oh. wild. Those but little both boys. I relate to that soda consumption. Yeah. You're yeah. talking to two soda heads. Soda queens. When I
1: was little, I actually think the reason I am the way I am is because... Growing up in the '90s, I think it hadn't hit Long Island that soda was bad. So when I was when I was growing up, every dinner there was three types of soda on the table. There was a full (laughs) two liter bottle of Sprite, a full two liter bottle of Coke, and a full two liter bottle of Diet Coke. The Trinity. The Trinity, really. So that was Coke. (laughs) Sometimes Sprite when I was feeling like maybe maybe we'll just chill tonight. You know what I mean? (laughs)
5: I was at dinner with a friend a week ago, and he ordered himself a Sprite. I could not believe my eyes. Who is this person? The very funny writer, John Milstein. Okay. He's wonderful, very funny. And he told me there's a secret group of people who are drinking Sprite. Adults. (gasps) It's true. Wait,
0: I'm not so secretly the preferred drink in any situation for me is a Sprite. No alcohol, just I want a Sprite. The most refreshing drink in the world. (laughs)
1: It's one of the best kept secrets. All the coolest people are drinking Sprite. And it's like, it needs to be known.
0: Do you guys want to know the Mandarin translation of Sprite? Yeah. It's Xuebi, which roughly translates to, I, I might be getting this wrong, but Xue means, means snow. And I think it means snow nectar, like snow oh, juice. That's is gorgeous. Isn't that beautiful? And I'm like, that is. I would drink Sprite. <laughs>
5: But that's the same thing with Mountain Dew. Mountain Dew right. is a beautiful name.
0: Gorgeous name. Mountain
1: Dew is absolutely stunning name. I wish that <laughs> I wish that it tasted as good as it sounded because you hear Mountain Dew and then you sort of drink what it is and you're like, "Oh, that feels like Super Sprite." It doesn't feel like Mountain Dew.
5: One of the darkest moments of my closeted life uh, was probably 2012. Mm. I was living in a studio, mid-city Los Angeles. Wow, mid-city. For some reason, I walked to the nearby Ralph's at 11 p.m.
0: Mm-hmm. and
5: purchased a Diet Mountain Dew. Mm-hmm. Started drinking it on my web, way back. Passed through a group of like tall, very good-looking, very well-dressed men near the Ray Theater. And as I'm passing through, I look over and like this far away as I'm drinking Diet Mountain Dew is Morrissey. <gasps> <gasps> I felt, I've never felt lower just trash. Oh. I just absolute
0: trash. Did he notice you drinking this diet Mountain I'm Dew? I'm sure. <laughs> it just screams
1: out the packaging. Really, it's just like letting <laughs> yes, you know It's
5: neon green.
1: The only I... thing worse is to drink a Mountain Dew code red because it's because oh. the packaging is literally code red. I mean, it's 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 alerting everyone around.
0: I feel like Morrissey is would not judge someone for drinking a diet Mountain Dew, and it feels like maybe even like a very Smiths-esque thing <laughs> to drink one at like past 11 p.m. in mid-city like it feels that that's part of the the imagery that that the smiths evoke
5: (laughs) i I absolutely disagree
0: (laughs) i think so i think that's true this this charming man drinking a diet mountain dew i
5: would go out tonight but i've (laughs) got a diet mountain dew at home (laughs) that's perfect i think that's perfect (laughs)
1: The more you travel,
0: the more you save. For me, I'm choosing Matt Rogers. I'm choosing producer, Becca,
1: Yes, We're all going together, the Lost cold family. So download the Priceline app today to save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your happy place with Priceline.
0: Hey, it's Bowen. And I want to introduce you to the new cantina chicken menu at Taco Bell. Yes, it's an all new chicken menu with fresh new ingredients. Great as a lunchtime option taste for yourself the slow roasted chicken pico de gallo purple cabbage and new avocado verde salsa sauce with new menu options like cantina chicken tacos burritos and quesadillas there's something for everyone and taco bell isn't just for a late night with this new cantina chicken menu the possibilities are well endless try the new cantina chicken menu at taco bell now now i said
6: It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Okay, so before we ask you our question that we always ask our guests, I mean, this is this is compulsory at this point for you. What are your thoughts? I'm sure you've been asked so many times by people, what are your thoughts on The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City? Are you enjoying it? Does it feel reflective of your memory of it? Or, you know, the way you conceive of Salt Lake City? What are Because
1: th- it is his housewives intro. Because yes. I heard on your episode of your podcast with Cola Scola that you had not waited the waters of housewives you just said okay if they're doing salt lake city let me just see what
0: the fuck it is it's a beautiful gateway i think i agree
5: i had seen maybe one episode of beverly hills and mm-hmm. was not hooked right uh and this has sucked me in in a way that i could have never imagined You it's two,
0: quite good beautiful
5: i went back home p- for the first time since the pandemic in april uh-huh. I saw my parents and then I borrowed my mom's car and at about <laughs> 8:30 p.m. drove to Beauty Lab and like wow. uh, just to see the building. Oh my god, you didn't go in? Well, it was closed, so I went the next day and went in. <laughs> ah, you went in? What? Okay, explain what it's like to walk into Beauty Lab and Laser. I want a full trip report. <laughs> well, I'm I was familiar with this parking lot. This parking yes. lot is the area there's like a there used to be a Sporting Goods store. There was the like weird like Uh, teacher's supply store where you would like go to get things for school supplies or whatever Mm -hmm. and then there was uh maybe a skipper's fish and chips for a very long time so i was like familiar
1: gonna put a Uh, pin in that because i want to go there i'm uh, (laughs) writing it down skipper's fish and chips iconic
5: the moment i saw beauty lab on the show i was like oh i know that's a very trashy parking lot that that's Uh located in Uh Sure, sure, uh sure. i go there and i pulled up and i thought i'm gonna go in and just act like not like I'm not familiar with the show. I just want to look at the menu. Uh mm-hmm. let What's happening here? I went yeah. in and caved immediately. I said, I'm ah. sorry. I'm a huge fan of the show. And I just had to come in. Oh. And they loved, they were thrilled. They were beyond thrilled. Oh, do you want to get a picture? Do you want to get a picture? They take you <gasps> right back to the angel wings. You know, they have one of those terrible street art angel wings. I got my, they took my photo. I have sunglasses on because they're prescription. I look insane. Um... <laughs> And then I left. It's the whole thing felt very like Soviet hospital. Right. Oh my god. Like there like I felt like there were weird little curtains and it just didn't because it feels almost medical, but not <laughs>
1: Not really. Not really. <laughs> it's beauty Soviet medical.
5: Hospital. So but they were so welcoming and uh thrilled to have me. I've got photos. And then I my sister knew where or the whereabouts of uh or like basically where whitney rose lives because (gasps) uh they have like a she lives in this area called daybreak and it's a very clear maybe where she was my sister god bless has not seen the show drove me around until we found whitney's house and i got my picture outside of it oh
1: Oh my god so heather was not at beauty lab and whitney may have been inside but you don't know
5: yeah let's assume she was inside sure
0: Let's assume she was inside. It was was the pandemic still,
5: and let's assume Heather was doing work.
0: Oh yeah, let's just you know she was blasting someone's face or something behind one of the USSR curtains. (laughs) I mean, do you do you have a temperature read on what Salt Lake City as a community, as a municipal community, how they are affected by this
5: show? I have a little bit. I I feel like there's a decent amount of embarrassment. Okay. Mm.
1: That has to be true.
5: I feel like practicing Mormons are probably annoyed. Yeah. I think the rest of the experience that these women have feels very far removed from Utah in general. Right. Mm. Especially like Meredith, uh I mean, she it seems like she's like doesn't even live there. She's I feel an, like she flies she's in a
1: full-on New Yorker. Yeah, right. She, it's, it's very clear uh based on her Instagram activity that that's the case.
5: Um I had I do have I won't say how they're related to me or anything because I don't know how well any of how well Lisa knows them. But I do have have someone in my life who has interacted with Lisa, and not a great report. I also know someone. Again, I wish I could give more details, but you always can. Saw (laughs) is this going to get me sued? Uh, Mary not acting well at an event sure uh, okay.
0: that's all you that's all you have to say I don't think can, she's
5: we acting fill well in the
1: on a single event depicted on the show so I don't think that's gonna get you sued I think
5: that she's li- libelous for bad behavior at events right uh, oh, I wish I, I, I really wish I could uh, tell more about this I will say like also things about bills not getting paid that kind of I hear I, yeah like, yeah you know when I started talking about it on Instagram like people from high school or whatever would reach out and be like oh this uh, this person like uh, we almost had to call collections on this sort of thing so it's like oh people oh. they're in the community and they are probably all terrible although yeah. I, th- I, I I kind of love them a hundred percent
0: I'm hitting I'm, I'm, I'm hitting critical mass with Mary unfortunately I'm like I don't know how much longer I can watch this <laughs> She's
5: like got a big episode particular.
1: this week. I'm mean, gonna tell you, like, she's completely unhinged. <laughs> it's really dark, and and I think <laughs> it's gonna get darker.
5: Let me ask you guys what you think about Jenny because I think she just seems like the most normal person who has been sucked into this. Yeah, it's like how did it's like she stumbled into the show and is, she doesn't belong there. She's just a nice. She has a healthy normal... Well, the husband no, stuff. I but don't the know baby about all. Mm-hmm. that. But they seem otherwise. They're doing science projects at home or whatever, and then there's never any dra- drama other than like we're at the ski resort and now. I'm going to tell you, you have to have a baby, and I'm going to marry someone else.
0: Yeah. There you go, Bridger. It's that there's there doesn't seem to be any drama because I don't think there is, and I honestly think this stuff with her husband is a little. It it, it smells a little manufactured to me,
5: which is crazy because. She's truly like the fish are nibbling at her legs and she's talking about her 10th miscarriage. It's like, I know this is not something you should be pressured into talking about. We're not yeah.
1: high on Jenny. We're not high on Jenny and we don't know about it's the It's too bad. And like, I hate to, I,
0: I do agree with you on everything you've said, Bridger. And it feels like, I don't mean to say this in a way that like, to frame it in terms of belonging, because that's like a touchy sort of thing to throw out there when it comes to like, uh, t- I don't mean to, I, I'm sorry to, Go here, but like an Asian person feeling belonging anywhere is tough, like in this country. But like on the show it's tough because it feels like there is this effort and it's a little sweaty. And then I to make this comparison, I'm making this comparison rhetorically to like a crystal Kung Minkoff, for example. And I'm like, there's there's just like it's it's not that it's it's not that it's an Asian thing, and it's more that like I think Jenny's probably like you said, just like a lovely normal person who's has a wonder, has a really interesting backstory, but like is otherwise pretty well adjusted. And Mm. then kind of has to like do the reality show persona drag that like, I think Jen Shaw does, but then, Oh wait, she's actually a despicable person. Like that's that's it's horrifying
1: to me if it's true or not true. So if it's true that her husband Dewey is saying to her on camera for the first time, I want to have children despite the fact that you've had nine miscarriages and a stillbirth mm-hmm. and you are in your 40s and your body is not able to have children. It doesn't matter to me. You should have a baby. And if you don't want to have one, we should introduce another woman into our mar- into our relationship. If it's actually true that that is happening on the show and it's unfolding as real drama, that's awful. And... If they're faking it, it's also awful, right. and it's either true or it isn't, so yeah. it's bad either way.
5: She, sh- I wish she could have just had a normal life. <laughs> I feel like this whole. I thing I wish has- for everyone
1: a normal life. Can I say that? <laughs> all. I, rule of culture number eleven. I wish, I for, wish everyone for everyone to have, have normal a life. normal life. <laughs> That's all I really want for yeah. everyone. They
5: seem so. It seems like a happy family. Yeah. Well, on
1: this episode, like, she does, Mary doesn't invite her to her Italian a cooking lesson. So they're at home and it's literally, this is the scene. It's Jenny in the kitchen, like washing her hands to cook. And her children are like the Von Traps. They come in one by one. Mommy, what are you doing? Can I help you cook? Well, yes, I was planning on making dinner. Of course. Well, let me just get my hands washed and clean as well so that I can help. Okay. Wonderful. The next kid comes in. Hey, are you guys cooking in here together? Might I join? Absolutely. wash your hands and it's just like what the <laughs> fuck
5: is this? That's the show I want. I guess for hours of that show. I yeah. guess you're right. I
1: suppose you're right. Oh. All right. Well, before oh, we do, before we um drop into the outer darkness that is talking about only this show on this <laughs> podcast and don't test us. Um we should <laughs> ask the question that we ask all of our guests, Bridger, what was the culture that made you say culture is for you? So oh. this is basically asking what was the culture that sort of made you into the person that you are? This could be popular culture, film, television, music, theater, etc., cetera, dance, or just general culture. What's it for you if you're looking back and assessing?
5: I I will say the what my family, zero, uh, God bless my parents, terrible taste. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh-huh. Both of my older in. brothers, zero taste. Sure. Yeah no peek into the outside world the only tiny peek i had into anything was that for some reason my parents watched letterman which is so (gasps) out of the ordinary for them um which truly like letterman was kind of how i was introduced to amy sedaris which became uh strangers with candy and that really the fact that if that didn't exist i would Probably be at the bottom of the Great Salt Lake or something. It's uh, (laughs) truly that tiny... Because there was no other culture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Zero. Yeah. So that... I don't know.
0: That's a great answer. Oh, I love that.
1: I want to know, though, what was life filled with if there wasn't, like, culture and, like, arts? Like, was it a Video games.
5: Okay, cool. Okay, great. Video games were a nice, safe uh, entry into... Which led to the internet which is another like that was another little peek into
0: the world right was it like starcraft like BattleNet stuff and then you were like you learned how this all worked or was it diablo 2 like what like like this link with the internet is important
5: it was early looking up mario 64 rumors yeah before the before the n64 was announced yes because that was a launch title that was a launch title and i one of the most mortifying experiences i had as I don't know, 6th or 7th grader was, I was so obsessed reading about Mario that my sister's friend Ashley called and I answered the phone Mario and I thought, now everyone Ah. knows I'm a nerd. Ah! I I would think it was funny. The secret was out. secret Uh, secret was was out. out of That that was your big secret. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, Mario, which led into... I I still think so much about video games despite the fact that I play maybe two a year.
0: Mm. I'm the same way. I'm the same way. I don't play them with the sort of i don't know availability Gusto. that, I, that well, yeah sure like i i wish i
5: played more but mm-hmm. i think about them all the time yeah i don't i guess it's just some a disease i'll live with until i die the fact that <laughs> like at 75 i'll be thinking about video games feels far fetched yeah but here we are decades here we are. later
0: was it um and then what talk about i have such indelible memories of I wasn't even playing Mario 64. I was just watching someone else do it. And I was like, this is it's younger sibling culture right there. Not even that. It wasn't even my sister. It was like other kids, like other kids in the neighborhood. And I'd be like, this, this is
5: insane. Well, graphically, that was like a new frontier. I it was remember. a whole new thing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was, it is, like, it was like a giant shift in the way anything worked for as far as computers went, Right. absolutely Absolutely. as
0: far as as far as video games went in terms of like 3d motion it was like and then just i mean to think about like i think all the time about how they got it so right in that game genius to be like okay it's gonna be at the castle but then you jump into these paintings Mm -hmm. to go into the love like genius that would still work today that's still like that is still innovative Today and that is crazy to me I, I don't know
5: be right out of the gate in a medium and do it right feels yep.
0: wild to me it's like landing the Mars rover it's like you, you have like a one square inch of terrain to land on <laughs> and you gotta you gotta land it just right exactly and, and were, did you feel yeah did you feel that way about Zelda
5: of course yeah okay. I Great. mean just completely banjo kazooie banjo loved banjo kazooie
1: it's underrated. Banjo-Kazooie actually doesn't get talked about.
5: I also, I mean, yeah. I feel like Kazooie is a very gay... I mean, they're both very gay characters. They're both gay. There's kind of this sassy bird, and the wow. like. Banjo's kind of sexy. He's got no, nothing he's but shorts not on. Not kind of. Just a yeah, hot he's a, Yeah, he's a hot bear. <laughs> <laughs> also, like,
1: I'm sorry, but can I just stick up for my girl Donkey Kong? Because Donkey oh, Kong, yeah. I feel like, gets the shaft, and... I'm really excited because Super Nintendo World is getting, there's going to be Donkey Kong roller coasters in them. So we're not just doing first thought like, oh, it's Super Nintendo World and it's going to be Mario only. Donkey Kong will be represented and it matters. So am
5: I with Donkey Kong people?
0: Minecart, Absolutely. Hello. minecart. If that roller coaster
5: isn't a minecart, then the whole thing should be shut down. And let me tell you something, Bridger. You're going to be
1: excited. Guess what? (laughs) It's it's a minecart roller coaster, babe. And it jumps the track. (gasps)
4: <gasps>
5: that can't
1: be true well then I guess you're gonna eat your goddamn hat aren't you
4: <laughs> that's gonna be can, true they
1: can't possibly jump the track that is such Bone? a safety Yay. <laughs> look it up because guess what it's gonna appear to jump the track but there's gonna well, be a track underneath the, the tr- track there's gonna be a track underneath <laughs> the track so there's gonna be like a single rail track and that's then like a, a quote jump. unquote track and it's gonna appear to jump the track an illusion very much so a perfect illusion I don't like illusion. that
0: <laughs> I don't like that. I think they should commit or it's a binary (laughs) thing. They either do it or they don't.
5: (laughs) Don't Bowen wants to be soaring through the air in a minecart, Absolutely. Potentially suing Universal. Yes. They're making a movie with Donkey Kong. Is that right? Yeah. Oh no. We can't let these characters talk. It's the, you know what it is?
1: It's that thing of, it's like all the Nintendo characters together. And so now Chris Pratt is Mario. And so they announced the cast for this like Mario movie and I was that's like right. the casting is all over the place I felt like Chris Pratt should have been Donkey Kong that makes and sense I, felt, I was like just the casting was literally all over the place Any- Anya Taylor Joy is Peach which I loved and then I the rest of casting. it all the male characters were like Jack Black should not be that one he should be
0: this one that one the other one but you know
5: whatever. who's Jack Black? Uh, we could pull who it up who cares
0: I mean we, we, Mario's in the conversation I do want to talk about Letterman for a bit but let's just talk about desperate. it while I pull now. it up I'm pulling it up okay um I mean, I feel like for us, for us, you know, friends of Dorothy, or whatever. Like the the Sedaris interviews were always like just such a moment, you know,
5: just the best television I could watch. The best television, and like every,
0: I mean, like I like I remember them specifically, like the one she came on, went like because she would just like they would just call her up when like a guest would drop out, <laughs> she'd like run up the street and then. You know, like Dwayne Wade was there. And then she had this whole thing. Do, do you know what I'm talking about? Where she was like, Dwayne, Dwayne, <laughs> Dwayne, Dwayne. Dwayne. <laughs> and then like, she would like promote, she promoted the Strangers with candy movie, which felt like a beautiful moment. Cause like, she actually had something to promote. <laughs> um, <laughs> she oh, would God. always have a
5: new dress, which I think would be purchased with the money from the previous appearance. <laughs> which I yes. love. Should we talk about like, what? Uh, being a waiter things like this it just everything she did was perfect she would give tour i feel like she gave a tour of her neighborhood at one point that was just electric
0: uh-huh uh-huh
5: i mean i feel like there is something
0: about letterman that like would work today despite all of like the culture being pulled in a million different directions but like he was he was the person who was able to pull off being an asshole in the way that like you could say that like larry david does now but like like his persona as a late night host was so so right even though he was like a jerk and like Mm -hmm. has like shitty opinions of course but like you like you could tell that like it's like the only person like tina fey would like love to go on and like like she like prepare stuff for him um and then, like the Paris Hilton interview, I unfortunately think that it is still like it's it's humiliating for her, obviously, and it's like not
1: yeah. But why did she go
0: on that show right. at that time? It's
1: like you know what I mean. Like I, I understand it's painful for her now, but it's like ultimately, like who? Why would you book her on that show?
0: Think <laughs> it's gonna be nice? I just, I just that that is like uh, people can come for me. I think that is one of the funniest moments in late night TV. It's <laughs> at like,
5: the time paris was like courting negative attention mm-hmm. and sort of like
0: loving it and like i don't know like doing pretty despicable things not that that like calls for her humiliation on like a late night show but like i i just feel like this is not like she's not completely a victim in this scenario unfortunately and i feel like dave was just kind of having fun with her like t- can i just say this is so i'm sorry to make this about me but like when when Anna Dresden and I were writing the iceberg weekend update, we were just we were basing it off of that interview.
5: Oh my god! We were no like way. someone
0: someone who is uncomfortable does not want to talk about something <laughs> mm-hmm. and is trying to deflect and is being like I'm actually here to talk about something else. And like that was what we based it on. <laughs> like we were like perfect. we have to study this. We have to really <laughs> study this. And like this is how we're gonna like write it. And I and I and I and I watched that back last year, and I was like, this is. So of course, uncomfortable, but like, I don't know, like when the guy cheers, like, love you, Paris, she goes, love you too. And then Letterman, <laughs> without missing a beat, goes, ah, someone you met in prison. And the audience <laughs> just erupts. <in> <laughs> <left>. <laughs>
1: I also, mean, like no one, notice that like no late night host is doing mean.
0: No. You know, no. they're
1: all the nicest guys in the world. Like it's so, it is so race to the finish kindness that you kind of miss that edge because it's and it's almost like i wonder if there's something where they feel like they can't do it because
5: they don't feel like they can touch him you know but then what are we watching i don't yeah i I mean Corden. what are we talking about Uh, the nice and also paris was not the first person that letterman was mean to exactly like if she was his first target it'd be like i don't know no but like i feel like kimmel kimmel does a great job I think so too. I, as yeah. real, I feel like he does everything he can to make it a real interview and mm-hmm. between yeah. two human beings, rather than playing a game or whatever we're doing on these other things. Exactly, and I f- I'm sure I, f- I feel like
0: people who work there are like come out like I don't know, really enjoying that experience. Lewis
1: loves him.
5: Yeah. I worked there, and that's yeah, right. yeah, he's the ni- he is an actually nice person. Mm-hmm. So he's just a real person on television rather than the reverse of what I think is happening on other shows. That's right.
1: (laughs) All right. So this is, this is the Mario voice cast and let's see if you agree with me that this is wrong. Not that these people shouldn't be in the movie, but just that it should be switched around. Sure. Chris Pratt is playing Mario. Mm -hmm. I have a problem with this based on, based on voice casting only. Mm
4: -hmm, mm -hmm. Anya
1: is peach. Sure. Charlie day is Luigi. Seth Rogen is donkey Kong keegan michael key is toad and jack black is bowser correct me if i'm wrong seth rogan should be bowser he's got that gravelly voice like and also bowser's number one thing is that he's a comedic genius i feel like <laughs> b- like not that jack black isn't literally hilarious but i feel like jack black is giving me more donkey honestly kong. donkey
0: kong i feel like Charlie Day. Seth Rogen should be Charlie Day should be Mario. I was gonna say yeah that works. Keegan should be Luigi I think. They they gotta bring in someone new for Toad. I don't know who that kicks off. I'd say, this... you know
1: what, maybe Chris Pratt would be a funny Toad, but I don't get
0: Keegan-Michael Keefer Toad. Like, what's the take No, there? Y- you need a bright, uh, not that Keegan doesn't have a bright, lovely voice. You know, you know what, voice. Charlie Day should be Toad. Damn. Charlie Day should be Toad. Oh, interesting choice. You're, okay, you're saying Chris should be Bowser? Chris Pratt Chris should, be, should Donkey be Donkey Kong.
1: Kong. Yes. Jack Black should be Mario. Keegan should be Luigi. Seth should be Bowser. And Charlie Day should be i don't know what I, mario I don't know. no charlie day should be toad that's it period
5: love it charlie day is toad makes sense to me perfect sense N- 100 percent. none of these fired. characters should have voices it should be a silent film i agree it should be you know sean the sheep the artist yes the artist
0: thank you yes yes Ugh, i mean i it should be it's, it's gonna be really unsettling to hear them say more than four words i mean like to me, the longest Peach has ever spoken aloud in real life is at the beginning of Mario 64, when she's like, please come to my castle for a cup of tea or whatever the fuck she says. She
5: mostly says, oh. Right. She mostly says, oh. <laughs> she says a variety of things throughout Mario Kart. She wrote that beautiful letter uh-huh. at the beginning of Mario 64. Mm-hmm. And then she's screaming. And then I- she's screaming.
1: I- <laughs> well, she iconically iconic ease when she goes into the water. And I mean Kart. toad I usually I'm toad and so you get a lot of wow and you get a lot of ah! like a lot of that shit which I kind of love and I just feel like that is Charlie Day energy
0: and the and the toad scream the toad effort or whatever that people don't talk about enough is you talking about, yeah, of course amazing amazing so dropped in it's one of the best sounds Hey, it's Bowen, and I want to introduce you to the new cantina chicken menu at Taco Bell. Yes, it's an all-new chicken menu with fresh new ingredients, great as a lunchtime option taste for yourself. The slow roasted chicken, pico de gallo, purple cabbage, and new avocado verde salsa sauce. With new menu options like Cantina Chicken Tacos, Burritos, and Quesadillas, there's something for everyone. And Taco Bell isn't just for a late night. With this new Cantina Chicken Menu, the possibilities are, well, endless. Try the new Cantina Chicken Menu at Taco Bell now. Now, I said. (music)
6: It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.
7: Hey guys, I'm home. Everyone knows that it's dad's job to be a bit of a joker. Sorry I'm late, everyone. There was an accident at the factory. Monty fell into the upholstery machine. Don't worry, though.
3: Oh, great. More dad jokes for me.
7: We've delivered over 15,000 jokes to over 3 million listeners, and man, the postage fees are killing us. Listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever
0: you get your podcasts. Bridget, did you ever play Super Mario Galaxy? Did this video game appreciate Of course. Appreci- oh, my if God. If there's a new
5: Mario game, I'll play it.
0: You play Odyssey, I feel like I should revisit because people like really wrote that off pretty quickly. It's pretty good. It's good. I, I just I just kind of played it and I finished it in like two days. And so like, I have no memory of it. But I feel like if I were to start again or try to get all the moons, I think I would like really enjoy it.
5: It's delightful. There's the, you know, the nightclub singer. I mean, there's just bizarre.
0: Uh, it's, Pauline.
5: Right, Pauline.
0: <laughs> She's the mayor and the nightclub singer. Yes,
5: she does it Oh all. my God,
0: Matt, you would die for Pauline. I bet I would. She's she's in a red dress. She's the mayor of New Donk City. <laughs> New Donk City. New Donk. And there's this whole segment, once you beat that world, where she sings this beautiful <laughs> jazz song as you, like... As you, as Mario, like jump around skyscrapers, you turn into a two D version of yourself, eight bit version of Mario, taking coins while this gorgeous, the most beautiful song you've ever heard in the world plays, and there's fireworks. It's in the, in the night sky. One of the most beautiful. I genuinely believe, like a
5: lovely moment in video games. True, it feels like a like a monument. Yes, mm. I want to drive monumental. into New York. I want to drive into <laughs> New York City with that song just blaring.
0: Yes, oh, crossing I'm doing the that bridge. The next time. You have yes.
5: to. <laughs> I always play, like,
0: it's. I'm so fucking stupid and basic, but it's like a college thing that we used to do when we would drive back in the city. We would play The Boys Are Back in Town. It's very 2008, <laughs> like, you're you're 19 years old. But, like, I'm going to try that next time.
5: Another sure. good choice when you're returning home is uh, Maxine Nightingale's uh, Right Back Where We Started From.
0: Oh, gorgeous. Perfect end
5: of a road trip song. Perfect song. <gasps>
0: Perfect song. I have something to ask you. You might have already talked about this on Homophilia with Matt McConkie and Dave Holmes, but... <laughs> Um, your Weezer connection I feel like we can both relate to on a deep level right Matt yeah are you both Weezer people yeah uh,
1: so I I'm sort of lame because I I came to them late when they when they went pop so like oh, when I heard, when I heard I'm your daddy I was like who's this <laughs> oh, No, no <laughs> i'm not even part
0: getting... of the problem <laughs> i know big time but that's sort of my cross the bear. i'm your daddy was that the red album or is that gratitude? i feel like that's gratitude. that's where i get blurry yes yeah. yeah, that's where a lot of people get blurry but i feel like you were i think you were saying that like weezer was your first sort of like latch key out of this like cultural desolation that was absolutely growing up in
5: I got the blue album at Walmart. I think eighth or ninth grade. Mm. Wow! Would put it on repeat while I played. I hate to return to video games, but Wave Race sixty four for hours. Oh my god! The, uh, and that was the first like that. Yeah, led to other music and then to, unfortunately, Pitchfork and all this nonsense. Now we've that, all been there. What What can I say? Rivers Cuomo defined how men who read dress. Uh, basically maybe for the rest of time. Yeah, he was
1: definitive. He he is a, he is an aesthetic icon, that's for sure. Yeah.
5: Yeah. Uh and I'm hooked. I I'm trapped, unfortunately, in whatever their cycle is still. Do you find him attractive? No. Got it. I will say before Andrew Cuomo, before the Cuomo sexual for Andrew Cuomo, yeah. there were yeah. there were gay Weezer fans who identified as Cuomo sexuals.
1: Damn. How rough to have that taken from him by the
5: flop. Took it from them. Right. Ugh. Yep. So rough, <laughs> but I've never found rivers,
0: uh, attractive. Really? Yeah. I feel like that's part of like, that's part of the, 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 the appeal for some people is they're like, Oh, this like guy who reads. I love <laughs> that's a, perfect.
5: He's very cute. Yeah. He's like he's cute, cute in the too. way, like, uh, a Sanrio characters cute. <laughs> <laughs>
0: he's, he's Batsmaru. He's, he's, he's a Cariby. He's the frog. <laughs>
5: That's adorable. He is the frog. He's excited. Exactly he
1: <laughs> Honestly, I would like to see Rivers in, in the Mario movie. I think Rivers would be an interesting toad, to be honest. Like, now that you've said that he will be. Yeah. He's
5: gonna I'm I guarantee he's gonna end up in the movie.
1: I think that would be
0: good. But this is
5: interesting. Let's talk about this. Rivers
0: Cuomo is cute that i think like is unfortunately what everything else is built around this idea that like he is this peter pan um what's that movie that robin williams was in where he doesn't grow up hook hook babe hook. oh, no. oh we're we talking hook. about
1: no you, no it's not that he never grows up it's that he grows so fast it's called he grows jack so fast
0: jack that's right that's right he but, iconically like,
1: grows up incredibly fast he, <laughs> and is that, that a Coppola
5: movie <laughs> um what i think i think it is
1: and i I think it's one of j-lo's first roles she plays the teacher what
0: oh my god and diane lane is in it and of course diane we can't forget about diane anyway this is okay please while you're doing that river i think he's like really leaned in a little too hard to the point of no return where he's like i will i might be in my mid-40s but i will not ever leave the state
5: of mind of being like a 22 year old I have been thinking about this recently and I think female songwriters age so much better than male songwriters absolutely yeah like the the wisdom actually continues to come out in the songs male songwriters become famous when they're 23 and then stay yeah. 23 until they die with a rare ex- few rare exceptions you're so right absolutely like yeah yeah
0: yeah that's what's
1: it. your what's your relationship with Taylor wait Taylor well, there we <laughs> oh, go. Oh
5: God, I'm so embarrassed. I, Ta- now, I, her Don't name embarrass. is Taylor, Taylor
1: Swift. Swift. I like to call her Taylor.
5: I Taylor. I appreciate Taylor Swift like I appreciate like an Apple Store, where it's like it's pristine. And every detail has been poured. The money has been poured in to make this perfect for everyone. No one will be uncomfortable with this. Sure, but it makes it difficult for me to access on an emotional level.
0: Right. Got I would it. say that she is, She sort of supports your argument here. Where it's like, even someone like Taylor Swift, who got so famous at a young age, can still develop in a healthy way as an artist. Right. Where now she's writing songs in this very mature way. Like, I just feel like that never happens, that almost never happens with male artists. Like, like down to like, you know, I don't know. Like, maybe like the one person I can think of, weirdly off the top of my head, is like Robert Plant. It's like, oh, you made right. like a fun, like you made a fun album with Alison Krauss like good for you
1: <laughs> that is true it's like you you kind of you kind of get the feeling that maybe John Mayer was best when he first came out
0: you know what I mean yeah this is a really interesting theory Bridger Thank for I think you I could be wrong this. no I don't think you are
5: frequently constantly wrong but I don't know the evidence is there
0: you have not shown any
1: evidence so far on this podcast that you've ever been wrong because we only <laughs> know you on this podcast so far
5: and you've yet to be wrong So
1: your your allegation that you've been wrong in the past is one that I can't I I certainly don't recognize yet. in
5: the last twenty minutes I'm just going to shotgun blast of misinformation just spreading you know bad Do you want to Do you want to say
1: Do you want to start What 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 propaganda do you want to (laughs) say
5: I have no propaganda I I actually feel like even joking about propaganda at this point plants the seeds and stupid people's heads and they're like, well, yep. it was said aloud, maybe I'll look into this. Uh-huh. I feel like the internet, you know, like how you plant, a plant will only grow as big as the pot. I feel like yeah. the brain uh, <gasps> can be, the internet is this bottomless pot for stupidity. Like your stupidity has no limits with the internet. You can be as dumb as you want. Mm.
0: I feel like the internet is the plant and it can only extend as far as our brains go you know like there is we're hitting we've hit the ceiling years ago
5: that's where the metaverse comes in there oh you don't understand how it, no and in fact means.
1: i literally i literally saw i think it was like i saw like a screenshot of a of a article about what meta was and i and i literally was like i'm not not, not only am i not <laughs> reading this i'm never finding out what this is <laughs> i am not engaging you will, with meta no. no 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 i am you not will. engaging with meta or Zuckerberg. why do you say you will you will you will is it going to become undeniable because it's
0: yes i'm saying don't like, you it dare will... sadly
1: not at me both of you don't sadly not at me
0: <laughs> it's going to happen it's going to happen matt you can't you can't put you alone cannot beat back this tide And it's unfortunate. It's so sad.
1: When I saw him standing with a little cartoon of himself, and he had that stupid smile on his face, and unfortunately, he's got like a fat ass, I was like, (laughs) get the hell out of here. It's one of the rules of culture. It's rule of culture number 35. Unfortunately, Zuckerberg has a fat fat ass. ass." (laughs) (laughs) He's got a donk on him. And let me tell you something.
5: No. I don't like it at all. No, 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 (laughs) no. no. you don't want a fat ass on
1: Mark Zuckerberg. He's got a fat ass, though. And I remember he turned around looked at himself as a cartoon, and I said, unfortunately, (laughs) he's got a fat ass, and I looked at it. I'm not saying I was aroused. I'm saying I I looked down, okay?
0: Okay, Matt, you can't deny that you will know about Meta at some point. Very... Very sort of thoroughly, and Bridger Ugh. can't deny that Zuckerberg has a fat ass. Both <laughs> These are the undeniable. Denial.
5: I uh, I won't deny it, but I guarantee it's hideous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's like milk white and oh, like just, fucking like pucked. like one of those deep sea fish. You know, that's like yeah. so far into the darkness that it begins to glow and like pulsate.
1: It's the outer darkness. Right? It's Mark Zuckerberg's ass is the outer darkness. Yeah, in, in the most yeah. white way possible disgusting
0: there's no natural selection for beauty or aesthetics because it there's no light that shines on it he gets therefore... uglier all the
1: time too like not to like well actually yes to absolutely shame because he's literally ruining the world but I feel like every time I see him it's more Voldemort you know what I mean <laughs> <laughs>
5: mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he is uh, like not aging but not in like the good way when you're like it, there's just something he's it, it's a stasis rather than yeah. just stasis
0: aging. that's it it's 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 it's, it's being... Yeah, just sort of, like, deferred. Ugh. I don't know. I don't like I don't like, know. I don't like um, Oh, favorite Weezer
5: album before we move on? <sighs> Pinkerton? Those first two, I think. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, the song Tired of Sex is still... Uh, that and Get You are two of my favorite songs ever. Uh, they, they're so dirty-sounding. Yeah. Who's singing about being tired of having sex? The backup vocals on <laughs> "Tired of Sex" are so sassy and weird for like a straight band. I don't know. There's something very, uh, I don't know. And the B sides, the B sides, perfect and, music. I mean, God,
0: it's just there. There now you just got to really dig for the gems. Like I think there were some great songs on uh, "Everything's Going to Be All Right" in the end. Decent album. It felt Decent like they were album. turning things
5: around, and then and then no. And then now, I feel like those first two albums are like next level. Any uh, for any type of music, any type of music you put it on today, it still works. Like it's great. They're very loud. They're very noisy and dirty sounding. And then Weezer after that, I think occasionally is a good power pop band.
0: Well, you were you were you were in the Beverly Hills music video.
5: Oh my god! And I'm sorry. <laughs> I was. No, I was. Everybody. My sister and I were in it, and the Playboy Mansion. All I remember is that it felt very poorly taken care of. The grass looked terrible. Of there was course. bird shit everywhere. What? Mm-hmm.
0: It was I, it was shot at the Playboy Mansion.
5: No, I uh-huh. know that, but I can't believe it wasn't maintained. Oh, it was. It felt like an old person's house. You know, yeah. like, uh, someone who was just like didn't have the means to take care of it. It was very yeah. dingy. Hugh Hefner found dead found
1: dead true i could find him dead now
5: if you want you know you know that we announced
1: that he died on this podcast and then we had to do a re-record because he wasn't dead yet (laughs) and then he died four months later
0: and then he died four months later
1: (laughs) but we heard that he died announced that he was dead and then we had to 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 rescind
5: we rescind (laughs) that announcement wait how who gave you the information that he had died Mm.
0: Matt I, th- I remember Matt finding it like looking at it on Twitter being like oh my god all these tweets are saying Hugh Hefner is dead we have to like respond. we have to talk about it it's cultural
5: like, we, ha- we have to talk about it we have to respond we have to what was the time span between you recording and releasing the episode
0: I think by the end by the time <laughs> we stopped recording I like looked into it for maybe two seconds and was like he's not dead
1: <laughs> but, 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 we, but we had to do, we had to go back and re-record oh, and, and, and be okay. like hey just so you guys know like we're about you're about to listen to an episode that talks in depth about the life and death of (laughs) hugh hefner we have to say before this is the first peter smith episode everyone yes (laughs) but we we literally i think did a hard 15 minutes on his death but up top we said hey just kidding about the next 20 minutes people
0: (laughs) there was no way of cutting around it so desperate for a scoop desperate for a scoop i will say last thoughts i feel like i don't ever get to talk about weezer on this podcast make believe that album that beverly hills is on has some
5: great songs on it as well i think it, the production doesn't do it any favors sure it absolutely sounds terrible uh yeah. some of the songs are catchy the lyrics are horrible but i mean post 2000 with weezer what are you gonna get post green album it's like
0: it's tough right but then red album had some interesting things right Um, and yeah, El Scorcho on Pinkerton is one of my favorite songs of all time.
5: Sounds fantastic. I feel like there was a period when Rivers, Green Album Maladroit was recording nonsense lyrics, which he got a lot of shit for. Yeah. But I would much prefer the lyrics to be just absolute stream of consciousness rather than like trying to sound like a teenager in love. I don't need a 50 year old man singing about being in love and going to the mall
4: you are
1: my baby and, I, and I'm your I'm daddy, your daddy. Oh, what a good
0: song oh what a good song <laughs> one and i one of the worst and
1: it's, it's one of the best songs they have ever. a song on that album
0: <laughs> they have a song on Ratitude called the girl got hot it's so <laughs> no. fucking <Despicable>. stupid it's <laughs> terrible like, like this girl from high school who didn't look that good now she's hot can you believe it it's so, so does that make you look awful. at all
1: the work beforehand and be like maybe we were wrong
5: because they're progressing no. to
1: this? Or do you think it was ironic?
5: I think it's just that person had a, a genuine mental break. And I yes. think we are watching a new person operate in the world at this <laughs> so point. So it's sort of yes, like when Jewel yes. was like,
1: Fire hard, into your, heart, your <laughs> In yes, <laughs>
0: and would you say that Jewel was a different person after that? That was the inflection
5: point. Absolutely.
3: can mouse can't find a job.
5: I forgot about pop Jewel.
1: 0304.
5: Not a bad album, Alarming. but it, cer- it certainly
1: wasn't <laughs> Foolish Games.
0: <laughs> sure, sure. I think it's time, Matt.
1: I think it might be time before I can even start to get into the Liz Fair of it all. Because actually, oh well, here's God. the thing: that's 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 turning to pop the right way. Because "Why Can't I" is actually one of the best pop songs ever, and that was ironic, and you could tell. I don't must know, have been, right? in a fun way. But in a fun way. In a in a fun way where she was like, I mean, I can do this. And wouldn't it be hilarious if I had a huge fucking pop hit that was in the trailer for every rom-com? Like, watch when I do pop better than any pop girl. And I was fair and have been and will be. I think it's iconic.
0: I mean, people, like, I remember that Pitchfork rating. Was that, like, a 0.0 or, like, yeah, a 1.0 Yeah, they, 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 they didn't get it at all. They didn't get it at all. And then, recently, when Pitchfork, re, re, like, released that, like, new batch of, like, these are our edited, these are our changed scores. Oh, sure, sure. They did that for some ways, album, I forget which. But then, with that one, with that Liz Fair album, they were, like, we were... We were being such smug assholes.
1: No kidding. <laughs>
0: yeah, I know. It's like, I mean, I'm, they got the pile on they deserved yeah. when they came out with that. They were like, yeah, fuck you. And like, I'm like, Charlie XCX, God bless her, was like, lol. Like, no one understood Room Room. Like, when she first started uh, working with, yeah. with Sophie. I remember, I remember loving loving Room Room when no one else did, and the Concord Posse, our yeah. friend, um, made fun of me. And I was like, "No, this is like really cool and new and like innovative." And then everyone's like, "No, this sounds like noise." I'm like, "You guys don't get it," and I feel very vindicated. Vaughn has been Vroom talking about Room forever. It's fantastic. so good. It
5: also, did not it felt like just slightly ahead of the? It didn't feel like music from space. You know, it was like exactly. this is just a new pop music. I don't know why yes. that was so hard for people to understand.
1: And Charlie is, is, she's getting better. She's, tick, she's tick, so tick. good. She, she is really, I mean, especially she's so like, good. I feel like her aesthetic lately, like in the um, good ones, good ones music video, I'm like, she looks absolutely stunning. Like she was one of those girls where when she first came out, I never really understood what she looked. I couldn't like see her when I heard her. And mm-hmm. now it's like, I feel like she's crystallizing, which maybe, which maybe was the, honestly the point in the beginning. Cause she was sort of like, you know computerized in a way and now it's sort of like i feel like she's crystallizing and like becoming like real to me in a way where i'm like it's really exciting because i've enjoyed her for so many years and now i feel like i'm getting like what the pov is finally
0: does that make sense bo well you're late to the fucking party
5: (laughs) that's actually
1: fine because at least i'm (laughs) at the party it's better to be at the party you know what i mean
5: Sure, sure sure okay I will sure. say the way she walks in the Good Ones video, it could not... I mean, that song, If there's no other way to walk to that song other than like right. extremely purposeful power walking. With like, yes, it's incredible. Do you yes. like to stomp? Do I like <laughs> to stomp? I
1: didn't well, what Who did you think I asked? And what, did you not hear the question? <laughs> there are
5: four, 10 other people in this Zoom. <laughs> <No>. I <outside laughs> to know. Are they the guests? I love to stomp. Good. There you go. The next time you see me... I'm you going better be to, stomping I will stomp into whatever room you're in I'm a
1: stomper and people sometimes see me on the street and will text me and be like um what were you listening to and I'll be like <laughs> oh shoot I wasn't even <laughs> meaning to stomp, but I guess I'm just a stomper
0: I'm a stomper too you, you really, really are. Bridger, I would love to see you in person soon uh, if I'm in LA we should do it we'll figure something out I, I, I'm saving all this I should save all this end chit chat for later Hey, it's Bowen, and I want to introduce you to the new cantina chicken menu at Taco Bell. Yes! It's an all-new chicken menu with fresh new ingredients, great as a lunchtime option. Taste for yourself. The slow-roasted chicken, pico de gallo, purple cabbage, and new avocado verde salsa sauce. With new menu options like cantina chicken tacos, burritos, and quesadillas, there's something for everyone. And Taco Bell isn't just for a late night. With this new cantina chicken menu, the possibilities are, well, endless. Try the new Cantina Chicken Menu at Taco Bell now. Now, I said.
2: Happy Pride from Tomboy X. Celebrating Pride and the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original Boxer Briefs for Women. Creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection. Obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes three extra small through six X. Visit tomboyX.com.
5: We started
6: talking about this incident drugs and uh, officials cover up. <laughs> you couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like
1: the police knew who he was before they got here.
6: A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC This is Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption.
7: We're always going to have predators.
6: It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.
7: Hey guys, I'm home. Everyone knows that it's Dad's job to be a bit of a joker.
2: Please stop. Where does he get these stupid jokes from?
7: He listens to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast.
3: Oh, great. More dad jokes for me.
7: We've delivered over 15,000 jokes to over 3 million listeners, and man, the postage fees are killing us. Listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Let's do I don't think so, honey. Let's. Oh, boy. Let's do it and okay. what's i don't think so honey it is our segment in which we each take one minute to rail against something in culture i have something damn right you, you want to go yeah no no why why break from tradition we're gonna go with matt first then i'll go and then we'll have bridger come in i have something too. um okay great let's just get right into it this is matt rogers's i don't think so honey his time starts now
1: i don't think so honey sold out Okay, so there's <laughs> nothing left for me. That sucks. I want it. A lot of the best things are get getting sold out lately. Mm. So what does that mean? Like I can't participate.
4: Mm. Sudi
1: Green wanted one thing for her birthday A Wendy Osefo candle Go to the website, sold out
4: Mm
1: -hmm. S-O-L shit out of luck Oftentimes, some of the best pop stars Will announce concerts, you go to get tickets (laughs) Sold out Unbelievable, that That means you can't even Go to it, there's not a seat for you All the seats have been bought It's sold out also the expression they quote-unquote sold out it has a negative connotation when sorry but that means they're doing absolutely incredible and if something is sold out a lot of people are there enjoying it hon. so i guess they're doing something right are you sold out no there's a lot of you available and we can hear it so what next thing i know i want tickets not sold out i don't think so honey
0: and that's one minute. You know, there's supply chain issues and I think there's things are hard to buy right now. They're so hard to
1: buy right now. And the thing is, I just Douglas James yeah. said Matt's Christmas show, yes, absolutely sold out. And I feel <laughs> bad go. because now people are coming out of the woodwork being like, "Can I come?" and I have to be like, "No, sold out." And I refuse to add more dates cuz my throat will explode. You hate being on
0: either side of it.
1: I don't like the concept of it. That's why I said, "I don't think so, honey." That's why I said it, Bowen. Because I don't like the whole thing. I don't like that people can't enjoy. I don't like that I can't enjoy. I don't like Mm -hmm. that. Really, what this is about is it's famously birthday season. Everyone knows this. It was Bowen's (laughs) birthday the other day. Happy birthday, by the way.
5: Thank you. And Happy birthday, it, Bowen. Thank and you, Bridger.
1: Sudi's birthday is is upcoming and so that means it's birthday season. For me, mm, in my culture mm-hmm. it's birthday season now because it's Bowen and Sudi's birthdays. So I went <laughs> to the Wendy Dr. Wendy Osefo Candles website. Oh, she's a, she's a Potomac out. housewife. She's you a Potomac
5: housewife.
1: Oh, Potomac it's, might be
5: my next chapter. It's a, yes, I
0: think that makes a total sense.
1: It's very good. Um, but uh, Sudi literally said, I only want one thing, and it's a Dr. Wendy candle, and it's sold out. And that just sort of got me really thinking about this whole thing of sold out. And I started to get more <laughs> upset the more I thought about it.
0: Oh,
5: I'm sorry. Has it's there upsetting. ever been
1: a time when something was sold out, Bridger, that you felt so upset?
5: You two, last night, I went into the Los Feliz Albertsons for the first time <gasps> since early pandemic. You what, know, yeah. the days what where the shelves have? were empty. Sure. Right. It. Right. I was genuinely an emotional experience seeing things on the shelves. I I was like, oh, I, I shouldn't start crying right now. Right, right, I right, moved right, to right. Island Park last uh, August, so I haven't been to that Albertson since. Mm-hmm. It was so jarring to be in the albertsons let's just say the hollywood albertsons okay Uh, they have a very for it (laughs) they now have line uh every uh aisle is a different los angeles street this is all part of the new remodel that i was not uh present for yes uh but the last time i was in there you know everyone was rushing around couldn't get pasta couldn't get flour sold out the worst sold out experience pandemic tings and supply shortage, I just had to buy my niece's uh, Mario Kart Hot Wheels at Target because it's sold oh out my in, uh, for my sister. It's so now I'm going to have to ship ass. it to Utah because it co- they couldn't... Whoever in Utah has bought it out. Sold out. It's a terrible thing to have. Come on. I'm Ugh. so sorry. I'm on board so if, with this.
1: If sold out didn't exist, you wouldn't have to experience right. that. Right.
5: If we just had endless things no one would have to worry.
1: Renewable. Re- we need more renewable resources. It's rule of culture. Number forty nine. <laughs> we, we need more, need more renewable, renewable resources. resources. Someone get on this. God, if Jesus was always involved, <laughs> they should be able to figure something out.
0: This is so interesting because I have deliberately avoided the Trader Joe's that I went to on March 11th, 2020 before they announced New York city was on lockdown. I remember going to this Trader Joe's and Tribeca and it was the bleakest place I've... It was the bleakest New York experience I've ever had, where it was just like, oh, there's hundreds of people here. Nothing's on the shelves. Everyone's panicked. And like, this is this is the saddest experience I've had in this city. And then I've never gone back. And I don't, I don't think I ever will. Don't return. Yeah, yeah, had a trauma. But unless I have an experience like Bridger, where I go back and I see things, and I'm like, wow,
5: this is what I've... This is the closure I needed. It might be. It also is kind of a, you know, it's just a jolt to the system. You just sure. have a little spark, uh, yeah. like a weird emotional spark. You're not going to find anywhere else.
0: That's, that's right. the
5: place for it. If I want to feel
0: something. Right. It's like seeing
5: yeah. a a dead loved one brought back to life. Yeah. I, I think that's as close as you're going to get, is going to create a <laughs> When that's people beautiful. die, they're sold
1: out. That's a rule of culture. <laughs> they are sold when out. When people die, they're sold they're sold They're out. They're sold out. Oh, There's no, no more of them.
5: We're out of this item.
1: Can't find <laughs> them anywhere. Out of,
5: we're out of this item. <laughs> when people die, you can't find them anywhere. Oh, no. <laughs> my daughter wants one for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sold out a grandma this year.
1: <laughs> um, anyways, Bowen, I don't have my phone because it's charging. Do you mind okay. sort of
0: timing yourself? Yeah, because I am I'm, so.
1: I'm, And I'm actually like, I don't know what when you said you had
0: not mix so honey I got
1: the chills
0: I was so excited it's not going to be that good I'm, I'm, it's, it's not going to be great it's just I happen to be prepared for once so that's all less excited now okay can you can you announce yes, for me
1: this is Bowen Yang's I don't think so honey and his time starts now
0: I don't think so honey immunity tablets immunity capsules vitamin C specifically airborne you had a chance to stop this whole pandemic from happening if you really fucking worked. He's pointing his finger. I don't finger. care what kind of virus it is. If if there's a cartoon man on a plane going, oh, they're coughing next to me. I better pop this pill. It would have stopped the pandemic. If 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 there's a cartoon man who is saying, I better take an airborne. You better hope that it works. And guess what? Seconds. It didn't. You had a moment. <laughs> you had an opportunity. You did not rise to the occasion. Airborne. <laughs> Invented by a school teacher. Yeah, she's just sort of stuck to grading papers. <laughs> oh my it. God, the worst!
1: <laughs> so cruel. I, I, you know what? Airborne
0: gave us a false 50 promise <laughs> oh. that sickness could be managed before, <laughs> at the onset of symptoms. And yet, look at where we are now. <laughs> People are still dying. We're starting to get COVID treatments. Thank you, Pfizer. <laughs> but, I don't know. Airborne really could have stopped this whole thing from happening. That's
1: one minute. <laughs> Go off.
0: If airborne worked, yeah, we would not right. be in this situation.
1: I hadn't even thought of <laughs> this until now. You are so fucking right. If airborne was what it purported to yes, be, yes. we wouldn't be dealing with the worst health crisis in our
5: lifetime. <laughs> it's a delicious drink. <laughs> no. But is that enough? Is We're, that getting enough? enough. We're getting orange. You know what else orange. is
1: delicious drink? Sprite. <laughs> So why do I have that? If it's gonna do the same thing, not heal me,
5: then I'll sometimes some you don't sprite. have uh, a drink mix. You've got an airborne. Throw it in there. No. Where do you have airborne
1: and not sprite? What home? <laughs> all the
5: time?
0: I
1: say all what home? Time.
0: All the time. I just think <laughs> emergency slops. airborne. They really could have stopped this. I bl- I put the blame on them. Anyway, do you, do you think
1: do you think they even do anything, or do you think it's placebo culture?
0: I don't know. I mean, I took one today because I I feel maybe a little. I'm just tired, but I'm like maybe. You're run down. I'm run down, but um, we'll see if it if if it if it goes south, then I'll let you know.
5: But if it helps, will you be honest?
0: Will you be honest if it helps? I will. I will. I promise.
5: What supplements are you two taking? I'm very curious. What's like a a normal day supplement for you two? Matt, you want to go? Okay.
1: So so what I what I put in my body every single day is my prep i do um a vitamin d because i'm actually like when i don't go out in the sun all the time i'm actually a a touch vitamin d deficient which is shocking to me and then i will do a multivitamin and i do a lot of stuff i i I, as of late have been doing a lot of stuff with my skin like um you know that sort of thing but though Mm -hmm. that's really it for me
5: skin stuff supplements for your skin or like like ointments and
1: like ointments and okay okay, i'll do like Mm -hmm. serums and I am okay. I'm, I'm I'm some for some reason including it in this banner.
5: Yeah,
0: it wouldn't qualify as a supplement okay. to some people. But I take it back. <laughs> <laughs> Bowen,
1: what about you? What are your supplements? And make sure to be really specific that they're supplements. Because it's not it's, it's
0: yeah. Because
5: Matt fucked it up. <laughs> yeah. Because
0: Matt fucked it don't up. Don't be like me. No. Uh Pure for Men actually makes this men's multivitamin now.
5: Oh, interesting. It's lovely. Are you
0: shitting hard? Um it doesn't ha- I don't think it has fiber in it. Okay. I just think they just happen to have this like They've expanded expanded their product line. And, um, you know, I'm really liking it. And uh, that's about it. My doctor took me off prep because he was saying that it fucked with my, it fucked with my, like, liver enzymes or something. Oh, no.
5: So what are you on?
0: Nothing. And I'm just basically, like, not having sex. It's okay. Uh, He didn't give any hope for anything? For renewal. No, I mean, maybe, maybe, yes. Maybe. He was just, for now, let's just, like, monitor this and i was like okay fine but sorry might have to be like hey do you have a condom on ya? i don't That's even know how to say I that do. word anymore condom, <laughs> condom. How do you how do you, what is that
5: i don't know you just in, since tw- 2013
0: what about you bridger what are your supplements
5: uh, i mean i'm asking because this morning i took just a generic vitamin and i thought these two might know something about supplements do i just don't know that i believe <laughs> in them i've been taking I don't think these vitamins are doing anything for me Uh, but I'm taking that I'm taking fiber and I'm taking uh I just recently got some I can't remember what it is for like hair and nails like oh and of course uh, I'm swallowing condoms (laughs) for For hair hair and nails nails. don't do that but then you google it and of course everyone says oh it's all bullshit but I don't want to I can't live in that world I need to know I need to have something at the beginning of the day that feels like I'm doing something
1: My vitamin D levels got better when I started taking vitamin D. I want to say that.
5: Okay. Well, there you go. And
1: and my iconic doctor, um, who knows who she is, (laughs) and listens to this podcast, I think. Okay. Thank you for putting me on vitamin D, because my my vitamin D went up. Okay? It's that simple.
5: There you go.
0: But this this is basically what it is, Bridger. It's like, I don't know if this is doing anything for me. And... Crazy that you would market this product when, you, let's just see, like it could have stopped this. All
5: I'm <laughs> it could have stopped it in its tracks. Yes. Oh. When I think when I
1: think about the um, tragedies of the last year and a half, two years, I blame Airborne.
0: <laughs> Absolutely.
1: And of course that cheeto. <laughs> oh God. I blame that You though.
5: I do love imagining like all of the alternate if all of these cures that have been peddled had been replaced with airborne, if that was like what Rogan was encouraging people to. Just <laughs> mix in some airborne. No one ever no one ever goes to airborne. Yeah, it's like yeah. something you find at the office. You feel a little right. under the weather and you're like, oh, sure. Sure. Aaron Rodgers was doing only
0: airborne. <laughs>
1: He expected it to work.
0: Shailene, Shailene, <laughs> and aaron were both doing Airborne. Okay. I don't
1: know. I, I guess I have to be down on Shailene again. The no roller boy. coaster, the roller coaster with that one since she since she appeared in my life.
0: Ugh. Well, that's the story of Shailene. She's
1: like the damn credit coaster, so up and down. She's your, she's your Rivers
0: Cuomo. She's I think it's time rivers. for Bridgers. I don't think so, honey. Oh, oh I think, think so too.
5: I'm so excited, Bridger. Are you ready? I have so many things I could do, uh, but I'm going to do one that. Uh, Uh, we're just gonna do it and everyone's gonna be mad at me no (laughs) i hope so because that that, you know what that means more clicks for us i (laughs) hope that i hope that this is really no people are not gonna be mad in that way they're gonna be like like, what are you talking but actually forget it people need to hear this yes
0: let's do it this is bridger Weinigars. i don't think so honey his time
5: starts now i don't think so honey the dead bird i found in my backyard this morning Uh, oh. oh I'm sorry, but if you're going to be a bird in my backyard, you can yes. be maybe dying and I can <laughs> nurse you back to health, Or, but you need to be alive and singing. I found uh, a dead bird, which uh, I then had to... Pick up with a, gar- a garden spade. What no. do you do? I don't have time for a bird burial. And also, my dog's going to find it if I bury it in the backyard. So, what am, I, what am I doing? I'm walking to the trash can and dropping a bird in the trash. You Horace. can't. I'm the, I, the, maybe this is more of a no thank you, sweetheart. But I do not <laughs> want, no one should have to deal with a dead seconds. bird in their backyard. It's no, unacceptable. No. And the, the fact that I had to go through that this morning is unheard of. I if I if of. another dead bird ends up in my backyard then I Five have a seconds. problem. Is Five there seconds. a toxic gas? What am I dealing uh, with? I don't think so, honey.
1: I think that th- and that's one minute and I think what you're dealing with is um toxic gas in your backyard. You got to get out of gas. there.
5: <laughs> I might be. <laughs> Might. or a cat brought it back maybe a raccoon strangled it to death it there was no sign of real trauma so i don't it feels like the bird dropped from the sky into that my bird backyard. was
1: sold out by the way that <laughs> bird
5: cannot be found anymore
0: out. that bird was completely sold out girl uh, i would have done the same thing i would have dropped it in the trash and it's fine
5: i felt bad not burying it but I don't no. know. It, feels it weird was never
1: just... going to be buried. Can I say something? It, it it literally... You probably handled it with more care than it would have been handled by nature. I nature would have had that thing decomposing on the side of the road, and that's facts.
5: <laughs> that's <laughs> it could have been a had. coyote dinner. you know.
1: But you think that's better than being plopped in a garbage can dying of natural causes in a gorgeous man's backyard? A Los Angeles backyard?
5: On, I would man. rather be... When I die devoured by coyotes, then put in a trash can. Well I'll remember put that, that out there.
0: I want that on record. Well, you and I do not have that in common. <laughs> put me in the damn simple human trash can. Why don't you? Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: I wanna sell out in my bed as an old man. That's how I wanna sell out. I wanna sell out of natural causes.
0: We're not using sell out as a replacement for as, as an as a synonym for dying. Sold out.
5: <laughs> not available, honey. Check later. The, can I just say something else that I wanted to say? And then you, you don't like, need our permission. Do you want to do another? Yes. I don't think so, honey. Do you want to be no. the first person to ever do two? <laughs> Absolutely not. Okay. I want to have a nice adult discussion about something that is insidious and very subtle in advertising right now, and on okay. the restaurant menus, everything. We're Let's talk. The in front of things. The Cobb salad. <gasps> The, my breaking point was the other day. I was walking through Target and I saw the golf pant. Like, breaking point. Golf Target doesn't have the golf pant anyway. Uh, have you noticed this? Have you seen? Yes. The burger. It it's like this bizarre, like trying to be definitive but kind of casual because That's it's not the. It yeah. It's the
0: the, the lounge chilled. chair. It's lies. Oh.
5: it's lies. it's lies. I'm chilled it's lies. It's lies to the, the bone to the it's marrow. Just we have to stop. It drives me out of my mind. Keep an ear out for this. Uh,
0: someone has referred to someone else. I don't know who, but someone was like, "They're amazing. They're the article." And I'm <laughs> oh, like,
1: no. What? Excuse me. The like, article.
0: They're they're the one. You know, like so. I think that's a, that's a way of saying they're so exceptional that they're the article. I'm like, oh my god, no, no. You know what? No, though, Bowen, no, no. You love it. I can
1: see your face right now. You're smiling. No,
0: okay? I I reject it. I'm mm. having, you're seeing a visceral response as I quote it back to you. And I think this is what's happening with the adding of the, the, the like the golf pan. It's like, wait, like, what is this obsession with? Oh, there can only be, th- there's one and this is it. And you're, and you love it and you recognize it as the golf pants.
5: Right. The platonic version Yep. of, you know, the, whatever, the, the fried thing. chicken sandwich. <sighs> I Oh, the article though. That, that is article. going to be coming for. That's going to, six months from now. Just,
0: just, just look out for it, and both of you, just stay safe out there. <laughs> well, I think we can
1: agree that Bridger is the article. Bridger <laughs> up is every morning the article. <laughs> How do I become <laughs> the article? Yeah, <laughs> but you, you didn't even have to try because you came in here today to last coach You were the article. Mm. You are the. You are the. You are the number one. And we want people to listen to the podcast, I Said No Gifts.
0: The, I Said No Gifts.
1: <laughs> the, I Said No Gifts, the podcast. So do you have a problem with Megan the Stallion? Sounds like you do.
5: No, it's a double E. Okay. It's a double E. If it, Megan Sta- if it was the Megan Stallion. It, no, we'd we would, have an issue. Everyone would be extremely confused. <laughs> Maybe that's a nice st- next step for her. Yeah, maybe you're right. A little switcheroo, Prince status. Right. Yeah, that's right. The Megan Stallion.
0: Yes. Bowen, what an episode of Lost College this was. Bridger, thank you so much for coming on. This was a delightful conversation.
5: Thank you for having me. I'm sorry to almost, uh, you know, to just bring up a second complaint outside of the dead bird. No. But that I did feel like if there's ever going to be a platform that we can take that trend down, this is is the place where it begins. And we did it. Sold out. Everyone listening, sell out
0: the <laughs> in front of things yeah. on menus, on on you know catalogs, all of it. We don't want that. Call your senator now. Stay in line.
1: <laughs> call your senator, especially if you're in Arizona. Call up Kirsten Cinema. She can get it done.
0: <laughs> she can. <laughs> all right. Will we end every episode with the song? Yes, we do.
4: <gasps>
1: Beverly, Beverly Hills. Hills that's, that's where, where I want to be. Gimme, 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 gimme! Living Beverly, Beverly, Hills. Hills. Beverly Hills, Beverly Hills, Hills. rolling Rollin like a
4: celebrity.
0: Locked. I'm straight singing this. For more of that song, listen to Beverly Hills on Make Believe by Weezer. Bye.
2: Happy Pride from Tomboy X